Welcome to MILF. Oh, I already messed it up. Hold on. <laughs> Y'all ready for MILF? I'm Tom and Kate's over there. I mostly <laughs> said my name correctly. <laughs> fix it in post. Kate, how Good you doing? Boy. I am doing so well, Tompkins. How are you? Uh, I'm so great. I watched uh, the movie and I'm doing the podcast. Ugh, your life rules. Yeah, my life rules. Your life rules. <laughs> so yeah, all over your wife's dick. <laughs> <laughs> you take uh, that back. You take that back. Never, 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 never. <laughs> the podcast is MILF. You and I are the MILF. Yeah, movies I'd like to fix. Just yes. so those who don't know, know. For the newest members of the brood, which Initiates. for those new members is what we call our listeners, no matter how much they ask us not to. <laughs> and they all have opinions that they express to us because they are that invested. <laughs> we are getting bags of mail. It is like freaking Miracle <laughs> on 34th Street up in here. <laughs> Uh, we should do that movie sometime. There's a lot to fix. Yeah. Mainly children's spirits. Well, it should be. I think it should take place on like the upper east side. Cleaner. It should be like Miracle on like 110th in Lexington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 110th is pretty high up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what you're going for. It's <laughs> <laughs> the vibe I want to capture. One tenth in Lexington's a very specific vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kate. We keep running into problems with these movies. Mm -hmm. So let's just lay out for our listeners the headspace we are in. Yes. We thought we were going to pull a fast one on you and do a silly movie, and so we picked, of course, Toy Story Two. As a revisionist Western. Now. Ha ha ha. Right. Right. Yes. Ha ha ha. Ho 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 ho. <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street. Ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. Aren't we just the two cleverest mills you've ever seen? <laughs> and there's certainly a case to be made for it as a revisionist Western. It is about a little cowboy man who wants to go back and uh, has to learn through the course of the movie that you can't go back. You can only go forward. And that the love of a... a a, a young child is the, the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is in Toy Story 2 a, a discussion of nostalgia and a conversation around America's obsession with with the cowboy culture and how it gave way to the newfangled space guys. The spacemans, the Buzz Lightyears of the world, if yes, you will. Uh, uh, Tom, do you identify as a Woody or a Buzz? Ooh, it honestly depends on like which hour of the day. Mm. I have a uh, multiple personality disorder. My two yeah. personalities are Woody and Woody Buzz. And Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely Buzz, just in terms of chest to waist ratio. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah build wise, <laughs> I'm still very Buzz. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we were going to fix this movie, but we were so distracted by a certain element of the film mm -hmm. that we really have had trouble even getting into anything to deal with the idea of a Western. Kate, how would you phrase our issue with this movie? This movie 
is the exact wrong amount of horny. Yes. <laughs> it either needs to not include any sort of reference to the toy's sexuality or they really got to explain it to us. Yeah. This no man's land that they're leaving us with is shockingly unsettling. Yeah. And has haunted me for the past two days. We are in the unhorny valley. <laughs> yes. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say unhorny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of scenes of this movie like first of all the slinky dog is constantly talking about his butt which isn't a major offender but in the context of everything else certainly picks up connotations you've got that the, first of all the toys are just so horny for each other yeah, like yeah. woody is fainting from his erection every time he sees bo peep and you know what i really really don't like is that they try and make bo peep like a rounded character on the fourth try. It feels so (laughs) hollow. It's like she was, we all know she was there to get our fucking wicks wet, you know? Like, yeah. (laughs) What we want to do is decide once and for all, is this going to be a much hornier movie or are we going to make it as unhorny as possible? Are we going to neuter this bitch? To me, so many of these toys literally are neutered that that seems like the obvious choice. The only reason I don't go to it is that you and I are movie experts and we never rely on the easy answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like you've got Mr. Potato Head literally contemplating cheating on his wife. And it's like, dude, how? How are you going <laughs> to fuck that Barbie doll? <laughs> Honey, how is she going to fuck you? You've seen yourself lately? (laughs) You got a couple sets of eyes. That's a huge plot point. (laughs) No, yeah. When they drive down Barbie Isle, I mean, it was fun. I get it. I was intoxicated by their sexuality. It was rampant and and explicit. Obviously, yeah. You know, and but that's the truth. That's Barbie's truth. Yeah. That has nothing to do with anyone else. Yeah, and when you make Barbie's story, you can make it horny as fuck. We have a whole fun scene of Mrs. Potato Head lovingly filling Mr. Potato Head's butt with anything he might need on the trip. And he mm-hmm. goes out and is like, ooh, I might fuck me a Barbie doll. I do think that a huge misstep, I almost wish we were doing Toy Story 3 because I think that there's so much opportunity to do sort of an eyes wide shut thing there where <laughs> when Mr. Potato Head comes back, you know, many years later, even he's like, you know, I was almost unfaithful to you once in the Barbie <laughs> Isle of Big Al's toy store. <laughs> it is feeling very Kubrick. <laughs> and that sends her spiraling. Yeah. Imagine 2001 A Space Odyssey, but the baby in the bubble is actually uh, Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> 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 Most, if we ever get around to a, a full Kubrick season, I I think that there are many areas in which his films could have been shored up by just a touch of the old tater head. <laughs> My man Tate. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, there could have been a very Scorsese De Niro type dynamic between Kubrick and uh, Tate. Yeah, a muse. 
Yes. Is what you're describing. (laughs) Mr. Potato Head is my muse. My mother actually, uh, she doesn't have a front tooth. I mean, she has one, but it's not the real one. And that's because her brother Carl, when she was 11, threw a Mr. Potato Head at her face. Oh my gosh. Isn't that horrible? Knocked out a whole tooth. And replaced it with the <laughs> with feet. With the Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so whenever she hands. smiles, there's just a, <laughs> a pair of blue feet yeah. poking up. And it's charming, you know? Yeah, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah, I think if anything, it just adds to the complex tapestry that is your mom's beauty. My mother's attractiveness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really picturing her two front teeth as Mr. Potato Head feet. <laughs> it's really funny. It's really good. <sighs> All right. Here's what I'm thinking. It is a sequel, right? I think given that the filmmakers owe it to their audience to change things up. And unless Toy Story 1 is also way hornier than I remember, which... God knows it might be. <laughs> I think that going full on triple X hardcore toys fucking would be that's the more interesting choice. So I am drawn to that. My true interest is just seeing how they do it. You know, yeah. show me what it is they are teasing precisely, yeah. knowing that all they have are little nubbins. <laughs> None of them have anything. Oh, not even a nubbin. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's, it's, how do you describe the crotch of most toys? Smooth. Yeah, that is the, <laughs> that is it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, impermeable. <laughs> yes. Solid. Uh, <laughs> non-porous, I think. is <laughs> Non-porous. Agreed. Yeah. Which in some ways is actually great for sex. <laughs> <laughs> Cleanup wise, at least. (laughs) Yeah. So many of these toys don't have clothes on. And so it's like, yeah, we see for sure that you have no junk. You also see like Woody's insides in this and confirm like, no, it's just like little cotton balls in there. There's no, Mm -hmm. you know. Hell yeah, he got cotton balls and they're big. (laughs) (laughs) Big and swinging. Yeah, swinging around with his little cowboy his little cowboy especially when he sees that bow peep well it is shocking to me that he didn't even consider sex with jesse you know it's clear that there is no sexual chemistry and to me like she's been in a box for like a lot of years i think that he determined that it was platonic i don't think she did oh i think jess if she could yeah yeah dear lord this is another thing like we learn so much about toys in this. We learn that they dream. Uh, which is just God's truth, is that it is the stuff of nightmares. Yes. I do not like <laughs> that. Know. We learn that they struggle with infidelity. <laughs> you know, all of these things. I mean, Stinky Pete's butthole. Huge yeah, we learn that point. they fart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just cannot picture when they are bumping uglies, what the uglies even are. I think we know exactly what they are. And I think we know exactly what it looks like, which is them just 
literally bumping them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, when you're making your, you know, sister's Barbie have sex with your G.I. Joe and you just kind of like thwack them together. Actually, it is shocking. I'm pretending like I don't know what it looks like <laughs> for toys to have sex with each other. I am lying through my teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am lying through my Mr. Potato Head I'm feet. My Mr. Potato Teeth. Anecdote time. They're actually, yes, I was very horny with my Barbies when I was young. Mm-hmm. And I remember because we didn't get a Ken doll for a long time. And that really opened up doors. And I was oh, about yeah. 11 at that point. Yeah. And I'd also seen a pretty big sexual text for me in terms of just like my personal canon, which was the Gerard Butler oh, God. Phantom of the Opera. And so <laughs> I did. <laughs> I remember mashing Ken against Barbie on my little Barbie bed and doing dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh God. And imagine like your parents like walking in on that and just like knowing knowing exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Being oh. humiliated for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, showing an awareness that you would frankly never develop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story of involving uh, toys. Yeah, my I'm sure. friend Aaron, who was like my only friend, he lived like a couple doors down, and he had literally a basement full of toys. So I would go over there to play with his toys, mm-hmm. and I specifically remember him one time asking me if I wanted to see his Barbie naked. I said yes. <laughs> Were you deep down a little scared? <laughs> I said yes the same way. How old were you? Oh, this would have been like seven, somewhere around yeah. there, seven or eight. I said yes the way I would have said it if he asked if I wanted to see like his pogs or something. Like I, yeah. it had no meaning to me. Do you want to see my Barbie naked? <laughs> sure. Yeah, man. Cool. <laughs> it sounds like something you take pride in. So yeah. yeah. like It sounds like you want to show me. Yeah. <laughs> I also remember him showing me the VHS cover of Star Wars Episode 6, which had Princess Leia in the metal bikini Mm -hmm. and licking her belly, like the picture (laughs) of her belly, and then handing me the VHS cover and saying, want to try? And that one I did say no. That one I... I You found your line. Yeah, that's just such a fun. Hey, you want a hit of this? <laughs> this shit will fuck you up, man. Uh, okay, I have another Toy Story. Okay. This is what they mean by Toy Story. <laughs> I actually, I have a Toy Story too. Um, <laughs> this is of a different sort, though. Uh-huh. This actually happened before the Barbies having sex with the fan of the opera theme uh-huh. at a very young age. I would say, I would say six or seven. I discovered my father's back massager. Okay. And no. I feel like this is a good time. No. First of all, the back massager is not a traditional toy. You are shoehorning. Uh, honey, the way I was using it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we're talking about horny toys and I think that it it came to mind, but clearly Tomp really wants me to hold off. He wants, I'm really edging that story. (laughs) Uh, When it is the right time, I will know. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I should wait for you to prompt me. All right. So yeah, we've 
tossed the idea around long enough. I think we do need to settle. We have to jointly decide. And I think that this is very much we are in the nuclear silo. Nothing happens unless both keys turn Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which way we are going. Before we make any decision, let's bounce around some ideas as to how to make this movie less horny. Uh, I have one. Put it through a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to have really done a number on most of us. Not yeah. me, but, uh, but a lot of us. Yeah, put it through a pandemic. And if we can, let's get it on some SSRIs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a hunch that that will really calm things down in the downstairs <laughs> department. You know, if it can go through like a pretty serious like weight fluctuation mm-hmm. period and like. Yeah, if it's just like not feeling good about its body. So, okay, other ways to make this movie less horny. I mean, this is a question. Tom, um, when you watch horny movies with your parents, how Mm. did they handle it slash diffuse it? Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My mom would, if it was a short scene, she would cover my eyes with her hands. (laughs) If it was a longer scene to make sure that I wouldn't see it, she would often basically force me to like literally turn my head away or put it under a blanket. <laughs> um, the way that every sex scene was handled in my childhood because mm-hmm. we were big movie watching family. We would watch a lot of movies together and we'd all be on the couch together. And any time a sex scene happened, my mom would yell, Dub! She'd get mad at my dad. (laughs) (laughs) And then if it kept going, she'd just keep yelling over it as if to distract us, like banging pots and pans. (laughs) Dub, what are you doing? Dub! Oh my God. (laughs) There's a lot of like very uncomfortable uh, attempts to distract. I do remember one time, because I was quite a horny child. One, one like dub was when we, what was it? It was probably on like FX. I don't remember the exact channel. There was a very short lived cartoon series called Stripperella. But I did see a couple of seconds of the content and knew I kind of wanted more. Yeah. And so I remember asking my parents, what channel was that on? Just so I know not to go on it. A, a, <laughs> Just to make sure I never look at that again. Yeah. (laughs) There was a show called, I want to say, Tripping the Rift on sci-fi that had like an incredibly like big boobed early CGI character. Mm -hmm. And I remember like it was on too late. It was past my bedtime. I could not watch mm-hmm. the actual show and was also terrified to be caught watching the actual show. Yes. But there were so many times where I would be watching like whatever and the trailer would come up and it's just like fighting to get my pants off before the, <laughs> the trailer really? was over. Wait, how old yeah. were you? Uh, like 10 or 11. Oh, you were already masturbating? I mean, I say that as if I oh, had Oh yeah, I was, I was masturbating at a very yeah, early I age. I actually can't remember a time in which I wasn't. <laughs> Because there are a couple of my female friends who also have this memory or this experience where there really wasn't a time I started. Yeah. I, 
learned to masturbate because I was doing a recycling drive with the Boy Scouts. We were looking at magazines in the back, and one of the other Boy Scouts showed me a ad for penis exercise equipment that he had found in one of the (laughs) magazines and I freaked out because I was like oh my god you're supposed to exercise it oh god and so I went home and I didn't have any you know I didn't have the fancy exercise equipment offered in the ad but I kind of figured I could like crossfit style just like and just kind of started flailing it around trying to get exercise and then all of a sudden I was like this feels really good. Yeah. Uh, now I understand um, an athlete's high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I was crushed because I was raised Catholic when I learned many years later that what I had been doing the entire time was that masturbation thing everyone was saying would send you to hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the movie's going to be not horny because this is all making me feel (laughs) so disgusting. (laughs) That's decided. Yeah. We'll figure out how exactly we do this maybe in a different episode. I'm just feeling so gross. (laughs) I'm not feeling gross at all, and I think that goes back to your Catholic upbringing. I'm happy to pin it on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's very obvious that the monsters we have become were influenced by movies like this. Yes. So I squarely blame my sexuality on Toy Story 2 and the way that Bo Peep would kiss Woody and he get all bashful. Yeah. Because that definitely is why I <laughs> why I did some <laughs> of the stuff I did. All right, Kate, what are you taking from this movie? What are we putting in our final script? Oh, shit. Um, Give me a second. Do you have one? No. Okay, <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> um, Oh, I got one. Okay. Minefield of Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a great one. Yeah. I think there's, yeah, a lot of room to explore there. I think we have our third act, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> ready made yeah it's not stealing it's art i think is what they say uh what about you tom uh for mine i think i'm going to put i mentioned it earlier but i think that similar there's just a lot a lot we can do here just uh a wife stuffing her husband's butt for a trip (laughs) it is a charming scene yeah Also, just just to address this, this doesn't have to do with the sexuality of the movie. Just um, this is an obvious fix. I know Lasseter must be humiliated looking at the final cut in theaters and realizing he left those bloopers in at the end. Oh, my oh God. God. That is like baby's first movie shit. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And Woody seems like Woody seems like he thinks he's really funny. Yeah. But actually, he's just a bully, you know, drawing things all over Buzz helmet and his and his wings and stuff, especially when his wings are supposed to represent his erection. I mean, how humiliating <laughs> that must have been. <laughs> yeah. Woody is apparently as much of a bully off screen as on screen. I think it's possible that sort of like, have you have you seen a face in the crowd? 1957? No. I mean, I have before. <laughs> I've seen many. <laughs> it has like one of those kind of famous where it's like the evil character thinks that they're off screen. And so they're like 
letting their true selves be known mm-hmm. and the good character, you know, is like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and flip on the, the old record button, mm-hmm. which is actually how every episode of our podcast gets made. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of that unvarnished ugliness that you guys are witnessing today. <laughs> yeah. It's possible that that's what happened with the bloopers here is that someone was like, you know what? Enough, Woody. I'm exposing you for who you really are. For accountability. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, guess I'm gonna go masturbate. <laughs> I'm gonna I go. wish I were joking. <laughs> I'm gonna go just like stare at a toy. Not really I'm thinking you're doing. I'm gonna doing. go lick a picture of <laughs> Carrie <laughs> Fisher's stomach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At that time, I didn't understand. Now you best believe. Now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you say. I heard you say that and went. Hmm. <laughs> Mama hungry. <laughs> Imagine a cover of. Actually, I can picture exactly what that tastes like. <laughs> Why well, just like someone's like, "Hey, you want to throw on some Star Wars?" And they pull out their VHS, and it's like there's just a white spot where like the yeah, color it's has kind been. Of like a, yeah, like there's a very obvious. Like a spit hole. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Nothing. (laughs) There's nothing there before. Nothing been there since. Yeah. (laughs) Okie dokie. All right. We didn't really fix this movie, but we know. We got the conversation started. Yes. And sometimes that's all we can or care to do. Yeah. I'm not saying that every single time we will fix it. It's kind of the toys you fuck along the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's got movies I'd like to yeah. fix. We would have liked to fix this one, but we got a little distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right.